Welcome to episode 127 of This Week in Marketing Show, also known as the Trim Show. This is your host, Sajid Islam, and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of September 19 through 23rd, 2022. First off, I have an update from Twitter. Twitter has shared uh, how their recommendation engine works, and as part of that, um, you know, one thing I've learned is that they usually do not follow the social graph aspect. They follow um, what what they're calling it is informed by actions you take on Twitter, also known as signals. Signals could can include things like interest you you have shared with Twitter, topics you follow, tweets you engage with, and even tweets people in your network. Based on these signals, they will show more of those content. And this is similar to, you know, what YouTube has done in the past as well. And if you look at it, if you don't believe me, go ahead and try it out, where if you go and, um, you know, watch a certain type of videos, whether it's football or whether it's some... you know, country, YouTube will take that as a interest, as a cue, and it will show you more of those kind of similar related video. Um, so, you know, it's nothing surprising. It's a departure from what Facebook has done in the past and is trying to change. Is Facebook was based on social graph. However, Twitter is more like uh, TikTok-y, um, YouTube-y, which is um, based on what actions you have taken combined with other things that they've learned about you. Okay, uh, that's all there is. Talking about TikTok, uh, let's talk about TikTok launching a new feature called downvotes. Oh, uh, yeah, downvotes. Uh, it's not a way, you know, that you would signal and say, hey, I dislike it. And you would go ahead and like, you know, uh, you know, I guess that's what what used to happen in Facebook back in the day when they have the dislike button or thumbs down button is like, you know, you could essentially uh, have a group of army of or a group of people who would all click on uh, dislike at the same time, thus killing that whole, um, you know, post uh, on that algorithm uh, in Facebook. But in Twitter, what they're saying is the, th- the thumbs down button is going to be way for them to be alerted to things that have been published that are, you know, not safe for the platform. And then as they get uh, downvotes across the app, the content moderator can go get ahead of the game and kind of take a look at it and see, is it really uh, something that should not be on the platform and vice versa. I kind of like this approach based on what, how they're approaching this problem and how they're saying, you know what, hey, we are going to give you a give an option to the user base to downvote something they're not going to see all the global comment like you know in like you see in reddit like 50 percent or you know 500 people disliked it and 700 people liked it and basically we're going to allow them to downvote it and then as it gets flagged in the back end our moderators can take a look at it and then they will decide whether it should stay on the platform or not so this is a good idea I like it. Uh, moving on, TikTok also has expanded the description length to 2,200 characters. Previously, it used to be 300 characters. And basically, TikTok is mainly playing into the whole um, search game, right? For a couple of reasons. Number one is younger generations are prefer to use TikTok and Instagram for Google uh, for searches. And in fact, someone from Google uh, very recently has... Um, 
Actually, that's Google's senior vice president, uh, has publicly acknowledged that TikTok and Instagrams are the preferred search engine for a sizable amount of young people. Uh, number two is, you know, now you can invoke you can add a lot more stuff. You can add your business description, your product and services, blah, blah, blah. And the other thing is, if you're still not convinced, remember, Google indexes TikTok videos, so writing detailed descriptions can definitely make your videos be more discoverable in traditional search engines, such as uh, traditional search engines, right, uh, which is Google again. Talking about Google, I just want you to know Google service is shutting down. And if this is the first time you're hearing about it, I'm not uh, surprised because I myself haven't heard of Google surveys before today uh, or before I, re uh, you know, was collecting the news for this week's episode. Uh, but, you know, it was a nifty feature. I wish I had known about it in the past. I would have used it. But... As of November 1, a Google service is no, surveys is no longer going to be available and your data, if you have anything, they're going to be deleted by after December 1st. Now, there are hints in Google's announcement that this service would be repackaged as a broader Google Ads services. Uh, how they do that, I do not know, but they just kind of hinted at that, that they may bring some form of that service um, back into the um, Google Ads. What was really cool about it was like, you know, you could actually say run a survey. Say if you're figuring, if you're running a survey, you want statistical uh, or you want data, like you know, will market and grow versus say marketing and growing uh, would be a good better name. You could actually pay Google and Google is going to show this uh, survey to people and then they would uh, vote for it, right? Which is a paid service. Uh, again, Amazon has a service like that. I just cannot remember the name. But nevertheless, you know the... Um, update what it is and let's move on to the next update the next one again in google ads a google Ads self serve uh, self upgrade tools are now rolling out for local campaigns this has been covered in our shows in the past uh, the essence here is that google local campaigns are moving away from local campaigns to performance max now google will uh, automatically update your account uh, if you're eligible, if you are not, and if you're eligible, you would also have an option to upgrade it yourself. And if you're not, then you will not get upgraded back up until um, October 2023. Not October, I shouldn't say October, uh, but until 2023. Google is pushing performance max and you should go move into it with some caveats. Again, this is a podcast to bring you the uh, updates for this week. But one of the reasons why I think, you know, you should uh, be why you should or should not use performance max is you need to have enough data for your on your account so for google to make uh, informed decisions right if you do not have that data then you know i don't think your performance max campaigns are going to be any effective now having said that definitely check out our show notes page where we are going to have some more information on what you can do cannot do and link to the google's uh, announcement and if you need any help reach out to us Next up, talking about, you know, Performance Max, Google did, uh, Ginny Marvin of Google Ads definitely this week said, hey, you know what, smart bidding can bring you clicks, but we cannot, con uh, we cannot guarantee your conversion, right? And it kind of goes very hand in hand with what I just covered where, you know, uh, upgrading local campaigns into Performance Max, which is a form of smart bidding or a smart campaign that Google is pushing for. And, you know, it's no long, no different from, uh, you know, say you're going to the casino and the casino 
giving you facilities and all these inputs, but the casino will never guarantee you that you win, right? That's not the job of the casino. And Google is like a casino. They will gladly take your money. They will help you get the traffic. And, you know, in this case, what Jeannie Marvin says that, you know, we, we, we take many signals into account to be based on the predicted conversion opportunity, but every click won't convert. And looking at one click is usually not informative. So... This is a, like, you know, this one sentence itself is very loaded. Uh, it has, I can talk pro Google and against Google, but at the end of the day, you know, before you jump onto any, you know, automated campaigns, you need to make sure that this is, you are, you have running ad campaigns and you have an account that is positioned to take advantage of it. If not, Google will just take your money and you're going to blame Google. In this case, it's not Google's fault. It's you, the uh, advertiser, should be uh, careful about how you're spending and which campaigns you're choosing, right? And I wanted to point it out in this episode. It's, just a, it's very important because a lot of people run Performance Max out the, like right out the door and then they crash and burn and they think Google is a bad system. Well, you know, people are making millions and billions on Google and so are they making it on Facebook and so are they making it on YouTube. It just depends on how you're approaching it. You have to grow, uh, get to it systematically. Now let's move on. So here's an interesting thing and moving on to the SEO front. This week someone asked, hey, uh, can I, if I see the ranking of my website or the traffic on my website drop after a core update, Google search core update, does that translate into that I have been penalized, I have been, uh, I've received a soft penalty? Right. So before I dive into it, I want you to understand what is a penalty in the Google system. Google system in the Google's ecosystem uh, or the Google search ecosystem, a Google penalty is a punishment against a website whose content conflicts with the marketing practices enforced by Google. This penalty can come as a result of an update to Google's ranking algorithm or a manual review that suggests a web page used black hat SEO tactics. Right. So that's what a penalty is at a high level. Now, a soft penalty has been a term that has been used in the in the SEO industry for over 22 years or more maybe, and it actually never existed, but this is something just said, oh, your ranking dropped, and some SEO guys are going to say, oh, you've received a soft penalty. But Google, right, this week came out, and they basically clarified, look, there is no soft, medium, hard penalty. There is only one type of penalty. It's penalty, right? Uh, and if you get a penalty, you will know you have received a penalty, and up until then, there is nothing else. If you see a ranking drop after a core update, again, Google search core update, and what those are are those occasional updates, major updates that Google will do. For example, if you've been following our show a few weeks ago, we talked about helpful content update, which was a core update. Every month, uh, Google does a core update, like this month, September, they're doing a uh, Google product review core updates. Uh, again, you know, they're going about product uh, that you're selling on, you know, Google or through Google, Google Shopping, and they're going to go ahead and, you know, do some algorithm tweaks and that they have to do to optimize and keep the scammers and, the, you know, bad actors at bay. Having said that, what Google is saying, hey, if you see a ranking drop after a core update, then maybe because, you know, go ahead and check out what this core update was all about. Again, let's take a helpful content update. Uh, maybe your content is not what Google likes. Maybe, you know, you need to rewrite your content. Go ahead and look at your website quality issues. Go ahead and look at your website technology. Is it loading fast? Uh, go If your competitors are surfacing higher than you are, 
check out the competitor and see what kind of content they have and what could be the reason uh, why their content is surfacing over your content and find the delta and go improve your content. That's what Google is saying. That's Google's official recommendation. Now, this is a loaded advice and this is why you, the business owner, should not be doing this. You should have a professional helping you who does this on a regular basis. Now, also having said that, I know there are a lot of... Um, shady dodgy professionals out there who have not done it who are talkers who are not doers you have to find it just how you know if you're going to have a surgery you would like go around and vet and find the best surgery uh, for or best surgeon for you rather than just picking uh, blindly picking one from the phone book right uh, so having said that hope this helps let's move and move on to the next one and but before i go i just want you to say you know your website is one of the biggest generators should be your biggest generator of big business or new businesses if you need any help reach out to us next update is a big one for me is you know same rush sem rush partners with wix and what this means is that Wix users will be able to get SEM Rush data onto the Wix dashboard and they can do a lot of um, you know SEO stuff right from the it's a Wix dashboard. I like it. If you ask me, and because SEM Rush, I think I believe when I was checking, their cheapest uh, pricing was hundred and twenty dollars a month. It drops to ninety nine dollars a month if you sign up for a year. Imagine, and Wix's cheapest plan is $16 a month. Imagine you could, theoretically speaking, I haven't tried it out, but I do want to try it out. You could create a Wix account uh, and you could run a lot of the SEO data stuff, do a lot of query and things like that. And, you know, you can look into it and then move on to your website, things like that. Now, having said that, if you're already paying $16 to Wix, you may want to have your own website on Wix. So, I guess I'm promoting Wix for some reason or the other, but I just wanted you to know that this is an opportunity for you to um, get high quality SEO data and, you know, use it to your advantage. That's all. Next up is that, and this is the last update for this week, uh, is that someone asked, hey, if a site does not have a robots meta tag, does this affect ranking negatively? What are meta tags? A robot meta tags are some things that you and I do not see when we go visit a web page, uh, whether it's google.com or cnn.com or foxnews.com, whatever it is, we don't see it because it's behind the scenes. It's actually meant for robots and, you know, code to see. It's at the top of the uh, web HTML code near the head. So, to break it down, Google's John Mueller says, you know what, it doesn't. The short answer is it really doesn't. Uh, the But the long answer is that it can influence a click-through rate. Basically, it can influence higher clicks to your website because what that, what Google does is the Google will go read the meta descriptions and the robot, robot meta tags and it will kind of create a search snippet. Again, this is something we have covered in the past. Search snippet is something that you will see when uh, the search result is shown. When you search for anything, doesn't matter what it is, you will see a like you know the link to the you know website as well as a snippet of what is this web what is this that what was the result of that search query that you have searched for found on this page. So it's helpful from that way. So you know you could use the robot meta tags, uh, robot meta. I'm mixing it up. Robot uh, meta robot tags 
to influence what is uh, shown on the search snippet or search results page. Uh, however, what it doesn't have a direct correlation that, oh, if you have good robot meta tags, that means, or meta robot tags, uh, that means you will surface higher and you will get better rankings. It's not the case. But you know, when Google sees that, you know, people are clicking on your link or on your website and then they're spending more time on your website, again, this is a signal back to Google saying that you have high quality content. So it all comes down to Google saying have high quality content, have better meta tags, and you all you can do is win. Uh, all our win is guaranteed for you. Having said that, folks, that's it for this week in marketing. Now you know everything to be in the know. If you'd like to read more, make sure you visit our show page where you'll find the links to the articles. Uh, once again, this is your host, Sajid Islam, signing off. Until next week, take care. Bye-bye.